Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind. How's it going, team? Pretty special bonus show for you guys this week. Myself and Nathan interview 220 marathoner and social media star Nick Bester from Best Athletics. He's got a really interesting story. He tells us about how he left the corporate world and uh, kind of going all in with his running career to make it work. Talks about starting his athletics team, Best Athletics. Uh, he's just got great, great advice regarding training, nutrition, sleep. Yeah, it's a really good chat and um, have a listen, guys. You, you'll take a lot out of it. I, I certainly did. Cheers. Okay, crossing live to London, we are joined by Nick Bester. Thank you very much for joining us, Nick. Awesome to have you on the show. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Nathan, for waking up bright and early. I believe it's 5 a.m. your side, so thanks for getting up early. <laughs> it's pretty early. Yeah. Pretty cold over here too at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what the weather's like in London, but yeah, it's pretty, like jumpers and tracky pants weather over here. No, it's a little bit acclimatized. I'm actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm in a t-shirt over here, which is amazing. So it's been rare, and I think the summer's been delayed and delayed. But today was 21 degrees. Um, so yeah, it was absolutely awesome out there. I just I can see the spirits are lifted. There's a, a summer vibe in there, and I'm looking forward to the next few months, that's for sure. And you've just had the coronation as well. So um, and I think was a concert on tonight, the coronation Exactly, concert. exactly. I mean, um, I know you guys obviously previously having lived in, in the UK yourself, you'll realize how much of a big thing these events are. And um, it's amazing how people go all out. Um, on my morning run this morning, there was just flags bunting everywhere um it's yeah. really really cool to see so i thought about doing my jog towards um buckingham palace and along the mall and stuff like that and then i thought no let me rather speak, stick to my my local parks here because it might be a bit too crazy uh but yeah, i might go check so it out busy next week yeah yeah so nick um like i got into uh following you on um youtube i was watching um i just uh watching videos on the berlin marathon marathon and then i just uh, got into your one i just loved it because just i love your your enthusiasm and um your emotion as well that you're pretty raw in front of the camera um, and i think you just missed the 220 for the uh, berlin marathon is that right yeah yeah i went 220 in eight seconds there um oh. so yeah what what are, it's actually my pb still and uh, i'm heading back oh. there in a few months time to try and make that right or actually not, let's be positive, to make that right. Yeah. Hey, we yeah. we operate in sort of like kilometre splits over over this way. I know in England it's mostly miles, isn't it? But what, just for the listeners, what average K splits were you running to run 220? <laughs> yeah, so I do, I, I work in kilometres as well. Uh, oh, and okay. it's a bit of a tricky one. Being a coach based here in the UK is half my clients work in miles, half of them in kilometers. I'm still much more comfortable in kilometers. Um, but yeah, I worked out, I need to average 319 per kilometer pace. Um, and I did average 319 per kilometer pace. <laughs> However, it was, I think, 0. 0.018 
of a second um, too slow per kilometer. So <sighs> that's what I need to improve on to find. So yeah, I was 319Ks, um, but you're getting to the decimal places when it comes to yeah. eight seconds mm. over 42 kilometers. Uh, but yeah, actually, you know what a funny story with that is? And I've actually never shared this before is um, on the elite start, I actually went about three or four uh, people back. So as the gun goes, I took about two seconds, two or three seconds to cross the start mat. Um, and then when I when I crossed the finish line, the clock looked to be at like 2.20.07 or an 08. So I was like, you know, minus maybe three seconds. I've still missed it, mm. but it's going to be like super close. So when my time came out, I, I realized actually afterwards, after doing a bit of research, that when you have an elite start, um, no matter where you line up in the elite start, your time starts from where the gun goes. And everyone oh, nice. else starts from where you when you cross the mat. So that's yeah. a lesson learned. And uh, I'm going back to mm -hmm. Berlin, and I'm going to make sure, yeah, I'll be maybe a little bit closer because every every second counts. And you yeah. saw you, um, I think you did a fist bump with Elliot, um, at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did indeed. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was awesome. I mean, the fact that he ran a world record after that was just super cool. And um. When I came back to London, I had a lot of people from uh, the running community here just, you know, stopping me for a fist bump because they knew I had a bit of Kipchoge scent on my hand and, and wanted a bit of Kipchoge good luck. And um, yeah, I know when um, Calvin Kipton almost broke the world record here in London, I suppose a part of me was was really happy that Kipchoge still has it on that day because that's the day I fist pumped him. And long may that, that world record continue because, yeah, it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. So Nick, how did you get into athletics? Something you did as a child, or um, you know, what's the story there? Yeah, no, not at all, actually. Um, so I, I was never previously a runner. I did one season in school when I was seventeen. Um, I did uh, like specialized in the eight hundred meter distance. Um, I was quite big into to tennis in my younger days, um, but yeah, I had no uh, like passion or drive for athletics or running. In any way, and then obviously went off to university, um, and was oh, probably a completely different person to to what I am now. Um, and yeah, running was you know the furthest furthest thing on my mind. I was big into golf at that stage. I enjoyed golfing quite a lot. I still enjoy golf. Um, and then only when I met my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, um, we went and supported her parents doing an ultra marathon in South Africa called Comrades Marathon. Um, oh, and it's yeah. pretty much the world's biggest ultra. Yeah, there's there's just something about yeah. comrades that if you go and if you go see what it's all about, or if you've spoken to someone, you'll realize sort of like what a mm -hmm. special race that is. Um, and I think <laughs> that's probably what what caught me and um, got me to to where I am today. Is we went and supported them. I remember waking up in the early hours of the morning. I think it was like two thirty or three because the race starts at five thirty to get them. And I thought. This is crazy. I was only going to bed at like that time back in those days. And um, yeah, I was, you know, super grumpy on the side of the road waiting for them to come. And I just remember when those leaders came through, um, it was like I got goosebumps all over my body and, you know, the hairs on my arms like shot up. And I was just like, wow, this is insane. Like these people are incredible. And I suppose, you know, like I don't think that happens to everyone or many other people and i was like i have to do this race one day like i simply have to and so we committed to doing it four years later 
and um four years goes super super fast and next thing yeah we we did the comrades marathon and um i pretty much like it's pretty funny because normally people start with shorter distance races and work their way up and you know get into ultras i started with a 90 kilometer race and now i'm trying to trying to break my 5k pb so i've kind of done it the other way around but yeah that was nine years ago so i've been running for nine years i'm 33 now started at 24 um and yeah it's been been one hell of a journey and ever since that day i I put in a decent time for the shape i was in i think and i was like if i train a bit harder i can maybe do a bit better and i've got that exact same mentality that's i think you know if i can just train a bit hard and smart i can definitely still do Mm. better so yeah the the rest is uh history and hopefully there's still good times to come i think that's really good motivation for people to realize that you don't have to be good as a kid um for, for something like running you can pick it up later on and still like yourself you've got to you know you're just on the verge of going sub 220 for a marathon which is um god that's a Incredible. that's an amazing fast, yeah. fast yeah. time thank yeah. you thanks thanks guys yeah i think you know what, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i started off at 317 three hours 17 was my first ever marathon and i pushed as hard as i possibly could have in the three hour 17 and i would say i hurt as much as the 22008 um i'd obviously just trained for a whole lot of years and was in, in better condition but i mean yeah like the thing is is that it definitely didn't come naturally to me like i've had to work very hard it's not like i was just born talented and i think a lot of people um, that I speak to on social media, because social media is awesome, it's, it's very powerful, and you get to meet a lot of runners like yourself, um, have reached out and they've said, what are they What are they capable of? Like, if they a 3.30 mm-hmm. marathon an hour, what can they run? Or if they're a three-hour marathon, what can they do one day? And my answer is pretty much the same to all of them. And I'm like, you don't know unless you go all in and you try for a number of years and you're consistent and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So... Some people, you know, that started for three hours, 17 might have a progression as much as me. Some might not, some might even progress even more than me. Who knows? But there's only one way you can tell, and that's to, to give it all you've got um, for, for a number of years. Mm. Yeah. Got to dedicate yourself, haven't you? Do you think that's what's made the difference is that years of consistent training? Yeah. Look, I wouldn't say I've sacrificed everything to running. Of course not. Um, Like, it's happened. The progressions happened quite naturally, I think. So I went from from three seventeen. I went to sub three, and then from sub three, it was pretty much, you know, almost like five minutes. I, I got down to two fifty, and then it was two forty two, and then two thirty five, two thirty, two twenty four, and now two twenty. So that's been the progression over the years, and I, I honestly think mm. it's just every year you learn a little bit more, you get more in touch with your body. And your body's just able to handle the load a bit more. And you've got more miles on the legs. You can race a bit smarter, get more used to it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's been been the case. It's not like it's like you go from, boom, one extreme to the other. It just, you know, it happens with, with training. Yeah. yeah. And you got a pretty good, uh, what's your half marathon time? So my half marathon time is 66.19. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I think with that half marathon time, it would suggest a, a sub two twenty, and I believe I'm still more of a marathoner. But you know, marathons are marathons, and 
they they beasts and you can't underestimate them. Um, there's something about yeah. them that that brings you back for more. So yeah, you got to get everything right, haven't you? Like there's just so many things that can go wrong with your nutrition, just needing the toilet. 100%. There's just all so many things that can happen. Hey. Yeah, exactly. I've seen it happen so many times where runners are good 5K, 10K, half marathon, and they've had phenomenal training blocks, you know, really quick over the half marathon distance, but just can't seem to put it together over the marathon. So, yeah, it's it. there's just so many variables. Um, I suppose that's why, in a way, it was, I think, good for a lot of the running community to see Kipchoge struggle at Boston this year because – what he was doing was inhumane and he was making marathons look easy, um, which they definitely not. So it was pretty, you know, a pretty good lesson to all of us that actually the world's best also find it tough sometimes. Yeah. Mm. They beasts. Yeah. So you're in, um, you, you're obviously from South Africa. Um, my best mate is, lives on the Gold Coast. He's uh, from South Africa. Um, and uh, you, you, you're now in London. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, I grew up in South Africa. I've still got a very strong South African accent, as you can tell. Um, I moved to London almost pretty much six and a half years ago. Um, So, yeah, in about two months' time, we'll get our British passports. um, And and that's going to be cool, be be dual citizens. Um, But, yeah, moved here six and a half years ago. And um, I worked at a bank, at a corporate bank in South Africa, and then worked for the same bank here for the first three years um and no three and a half years and just under three years ago uh you know left the corporate world to pursue my passion and running i've always been a passionate runner myself and even more so um coach and helping people improve and um yeah i tried to decided to to take a risk and see how it goes and um yeah it's been an incredible journey and you know i've been doing it for yeah, almost three years it feels like a, a, a much longer time um but yeah what a journey it's been so i, I was previously a, a private banker um and i was i had done that for 10 years and i've been a running coach for you know just under three years but i feel like this is what i've done almost my whole life it's it's quite weird it's like a calling yeah. it's like what i'm meant to do i think yeah so you um you set up best athletics and that's is that uh, an athletics club that you've you established so um there in the uk yeah 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 so you know what the way it came about is that i started coaching originally and i had a group of coach runners so i had formed this you know community um and then i wanted a lot of them were part of running clubs already but a lot of them actually weren't part of a running club and i thought actually let me register a running club here for them so they can be officially part of a running club and then I sort of got in touch with, um, you know, a few other coaches in the industry and asked them, you know, how does it work? And they were like, you don't register running clubs because, you know, it's really difficult. Um, you need like a club constitution and a committee and, 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 and then I just, you know, as runners are stubborn sometimes. And I was like, I'm a man on a mission. Let me make my mission this month to try and register running club. So I put together an application to England athletics, you know, tweaked a little, a little bit, got a team together from within my, my club. We got a little, constitution committee stuff like that and then yeah i registered best athletics so originally it was just for the uh, my coach group and then i actually was like you know what um not everyone can afford coaching and and i get that coaching sort of like a premium service but a lot of people wanted to be part of the the up-and-coming club and community so i separated the two completely and i said okay cool there's the coaching side and then there's the club side 
and the club side is obviously a whole lot cheaper because you're just becoming a member of the club um, and the community, mm. whereas coaching, you're actually getting a, a private plan. So that's how Best Athletics came apart. Um, and I registered it in officially with England Athletics in March 2021. Um, so what's that? Two and a bit years. And um, today we registered member number, I think, 348. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, it's it kind of was like hovered around 50 for the first while and then it literally just started spiraling and i think it's just so cool to see it's like a really awesome supportive community it's like sort of like a new age club um where people are are just supportive and it's great to see and yeah hopefully or yeah hopefully that continues so you think you might being like a club because we used to run for what is now medway and maidstone athletics used to be gc avionics and then medway so we it formed as medway and maidstone athletics and we used to do like the cross country and the track and field is that what you envisage might happen with the team 100 percent. okay so that's a bit of a tricky one because so best athletics it's like call it like a new age club where you know there's a whole lot of brands connected to it where you're getting discount codes with the brand specific to best athletics members so there's a whole lot of those benefits so it's a little bit different from the traditional England athletics clubs that have been around for like loads of years right um and the like the cross country um racing scene here is a is massive like there's obviously like different cross country leagues and then there's the national league and it's just really yeah. cool and and people want to be a part of that so um i i made an application um, that unfortunately got rejected, and um, there's a there's a committee that make a decision, and um, I think you know what because we're a very new club. There was maybe like I, don't, I wouldn't say a misunderstanding, but I think we need to work to get ourselves into a, a position where it's like actually yeah, it's fine to take part. So I really really hope that's the case. I mean, I'm all about inclusivity, and I know that's what the whole cross country thing is about. Yeah, um, and yeah, hopefully you know in a couple of months or, or years to time we can enter a team into that um but yeah it is an officially england officially england registered club um so people get a uk run number but, but we're not in the cross-country league just yet but it's definitely okay. something we we aim to be in yeah hopefully they work not just like shut the door on you but they say like this is what you need to establish um and give you some feedback fingers crossed for it that's exactly it i think you know what they so the way it works from what i understand is they meet once a year and there's a, con- uh, a constitution and the majority need to vote in your favor and i made an application and they looked at best athletics and there's obviously the coaching side is a big part to it um and i think they believe that it was more a, a coaching club rather than a running club um but it's pretty clear that it's you know completely separate um so mm-hmm. yeah i think I think hopefully when when the meeting happens again next year, um, it'll be it'll be clearer. And yeah, I think what yeah. the the problem was is that a lot of people within Best Athletics were then having to join other clubs because they wanted to compete in cross country, um, which is completely fair. But then it was like, it would be cool if we could have a team. So yeah, I mean, I definitely believe it will happen. It's just a matter of time. Um, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully some some of them um are listening to this and you know can reach out and and I can clarify. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll yeah. have a team in the next time. Have you have you watched the uh, oh silly question, but you've probably seen the national cross country champs at um Parliament Hill. I'd yeah, 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 back. yeah. I've actually competed in yeah. that once. That's that's oh, really incredible. 
It's amazing. Yeah, we used man. to run there with kids, didn't we? Yeah, it'd been there. Really? That's amazing, times, guys. Yeah. Wow. Just that big stampede up that first huge hill. Pretty wild. It's wild. It's, it's an adrenaline rush. Like, no, it's, it's pretty much someone explained it to me. It's like going into war. I think that's the closest it must feel like. And um, yeah. when, I was, when I was stampeding up that hill with hundreds <laughs> of people around you, I was like, this is, is pretty crazy. And um, yeah, it's such an honest form of running. And I think, you know what? It, it makes you so tough. Wow. Yeah. And there's no, the good thing about athletics is sort of when you come to like, especially, especially cross country is first person across the line wins. It's not based on a judges, you know, like us, when we used to do kickboxing or like in tennis or did the ball go out or was it in or, you know, it's like literally the first person across the line wins if they haven't missed part of the course, you know? So it's, um, it's a pretty, like you say, it's pretty honest, pretty raw um, kind of uh, sport, you know? That's exactly it. I think, you know what, if you look at the way, you know, running's progressed over the last few years, whereas, you know, there's professional athletes that have contracts and they meet, uh, they get paid to go to certain races and stuff. But cross country is like the purest form of running where there's no appearance fees for them. There, There's no prize money. There's no anything, but it still attracts the best runners from within the country and mm-hmm. the UK. Um, and that just shows you that, you know, there is something special about it. And yeah, the fact that you guys ran there as kids is just amazing. So I'm sure it'll continue. We've run all over the country, up. haven't we? We've run like yeah. literally every cross-country course in the country we've been to over all the years, several times. It's crazy. What you just said there, um, Nick, about <clears throat> like the elites attending the cross-country and that, there's a there's a guy on YouTube from oh, Tunbridge Athletics, Mark Hookway. And he uploads all of the like cross country season, the track and field season. So we watch a lot of that from here. And you're dead right. Like you're, it's not strange to see the elite guys jumping in the cross country competing. I, I definitely see that. Um, Mark Scott running. Yeah. Um, oh shit, some of the other names have escaped me. But yeah, do you, you know, definitely do you know see... who's a big name who did it was Emil Karras. So he was the yes. first British guy at uh, London Marathon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they they don't miss those massive cross country runs. So yeah, it's awesome to see. Yeah, so Nick, you got a, you're starting to get a really big following now on YouTube, and your videos are, uh, are great. Especially the London, the recent London Marathon one was brilliant, and you made sub three hours look so easy for some of us who aren't, aren't sub three hours for the marathon. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a, that keeps you fairly busy as well. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know what? I'm I'm absolutely loving YouTube videos because you can get so much across in them. Um, whereas, you know, like on, on Strava or Instagram, it's just sort of a post. Whereas on YouTube, you can really like tell a story and, and each little video is, is like a, a little story within itself. Um, and I, I would have loved to, and I am going to make a lot more going forward. I've just been so strapped with time um you know trying to grow the business um there's the club side the coaching side trying to break 220 myself i've got two little ones and a recent um addition to the family so yeah i've been trying to get the balance right and unfortunately i haven't been able to have time to to make more youtube videos but um as of this week i've actually employed someone full-time um to come help me so amy she's incredible and she's gonna come come help me with a lot of the work that that i'm um got my hands full with 
and that's going to free up a lot of time for me to to make a, a lot more going forward so yeah the most recent one was um the london marathon one which i thoroughly enjoyed it was so nice to to help a few people achieve their goals and to just showcase to the world i suppose you know what london marathon is all about and the crowds were incredible the weather it was yeah. pouring at, at one stage i don't know if you could see but it did not stop mm. the people from coming out to support like the, those british crowds are unbelievable <clears throat> tower bridge running over tower bridge in london marathon i think you know must be one of the top five things in the world to ever do if you <laughs> run and you get the chance to do it like it's incredible yeah. you know what i'm talking about and um mm. And yeah, there was a very cool success story as well because Jess, the one girl that I was I was helping pace, she became the first Scottish under under twenty female to break three hours in the marathon. And um, yeah, it was it was really nice to be able to to help her do that. And I've always said, you know, it really you get a lot of satisfaction achieving your own goals, but when you see how much it means to someone else, it's almost even more rewarding. And um, yeah, my, my time will come to race marathons, but I don't want to live my life chasing time after time after time after time. I want to enjoy uh, a lot of them, and I really enjoyed that one. And actually, um, I'm going across to Copenhagen um, to run uh, Copenhagen Marathon with Anya Culling. She's one of the females that I coach that's qualified to run an, an England vest. Um, so oh, wow. that's, that's pretty um yeah it, it's a pretty amazing story she actually went from a, a 434 marathon three years mm. ago to running 236 with me at london last year and she qualified to run for england so um yeah it's yeah. the first athlete i've ever coached to to an england vest and um that's where we'll be next weekend and i'm looking forward wow. to that one just as as much that is some She's progression done. there steve she's the last that i showed you with the under armor first uh, super shoe and she i think she won the half marathon that was it the oh, manchester yeah. boston you sent me the um instagram yeah. of that yeah 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 so yeah flying. she won the boston uk half marathon yeah 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 and um like for uh, london you were running with ben johnson as well we're um we're trying to get him on to the um podcast um as well okay because we we all follow follow him and these uh, analysis of the of the Nike super shoes. So um, yeah, it's, oh, he's it's great. He's great to follow. Very insightful. Um, but yeah, what a nice guy, Ben Johnson. Like I, I ran Chicago Marathon when I did um, the four marathons in four weeks. I did that towards the end of last year, and um, and I ran with him for a large portion of the Chicago Marathon, and then. Yeah, he came and did London, um, and that was cool. So we ran a large portion there, um, and I, I, I think he's doing Berlin again. So I'll, I'll, I'll see him in Berlin. Um, but yeah, he also, I think today finished four marathons in four weeks as well. So yeah, he did another one, didn't he? Nata like yeah. myself. <laughs> two forty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get right? to? He did good. Yeah, it was a two forty two forty-seven. I think was it was his time. How did you get yeah. to yeah. Uh, meet Ben? Was that just through just running? Yeah, yeah, guys, just just through running and social media. So, like, you know what mm. I said? Uh, social media, there's there's uh, there's ups and downs to it, of course, like with everything. But I mean, the ups outweigh the downs so much when you, you know, get to meet people like that. And and yeah, he's just such a great guy. When he was he was here for London Marathon, he joined for the best athletic shakeout run. So we we had a bit of time to chat amongst all the craziness, obviously. Um, and yeah, I think. 
originally I, I just met him through Instagram. I, I saw his transformations and I saw him absolutely giving it a full send on his treadmill. And um, I think I sent him a best athletics vest that, that he, he repped on his treadmill. And then he sent me one of his um, pink saw vests. Um, and yeah. And then I said, I'm coming to Chicago, met up with him there. So, so that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. And you're running in Adidas. Is that right? Indeed, yeah, yeah. So I'm an Adidas London captain for them. Um, so right. yeah, I run with Adidas kit. I've got the same color um, Adios uh, threes that you've got in the background there, and I'm just okay. sort of, I'm just, I'm just breaking those um, in, um, and they're quite nice actually. I think I, I might use those for the Gold Coast Marathon in eight eight weeks' time. Steve and I are doing the Gold Coast Marathon. Um, Steve went nice. sub three hours last year, um, so um, he'll, he'll probably smash yeah, that, that was, again man, this that year. Was, but that, uh, was, that was great. It was a great day. That it was yeah. just one of them days where everything went correct. So, hope hopefully the next one that's coming up soon can get to go a bit closer to two fifty this time. Amazing, amazing! If yeah, if you've got um, Adi Zero Pro threes. That'll definitely help your cause. That's such a such a good shoe. So I'll I'll track you and see how you get along. But I've heard that that Gold Coast. We well, yeah, I is that Steve, one. Steve, one. Uh, yeah, Steve usually wears the. Um, well, we've got we, we I I sort of toss it up between the Adios and the um, Alpha Fly too. Um, okay. Steve's a, an Alpha Fly fan as well, aren't you, Steve? So. Well, I was gonna actually buy a pair of those um, Adios, but. In the shop that I was at at the time, they only had like they, as soon as they sort of come out, they were just gone. You know, they sold out really quickly, and the only pair they had left was like half a size too small. And as tempting as it was, no, it's no, not I, worth the risk. Yeah, don't do that. I was just like, nah, they they end up not just for a marathon. Don't, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. The Gold Coast is a uh, if ever you want to come to Australia and make a a really nice YouTube video. The Gold Coast Marathon is, it's a really fast course and just He'd win the that Gold at 220, Coast. wouldn't Nick nah, would win that they, at 220? They, well, I think. Is it 217? Two, 208, I think might be the quickest time that someone's run there. Oh, I think oh, last year yeah. it was one in 210. Okay. But just the area of the Gold Coast is just spectacular. Like you've got Beautiful. all the surfing beaches and, um, yeah, it sounds like really... the dream, guys. You know what? I've never yeah. ever been to Australia, and I've always wanted to go. And that sounds like a really good enough reason to go. So I know how yeah. it goes. You obviously you you want to book the race first, and then have the holiday afterwards. I've made the mistake of yeah. going on holiday and then having the race at the end, and yeah, that's definitely the wrong way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. you'd want to enjoy the Gold Coast a bit after that. It's um yeah, it's beautiful down there. Our, our sort of uh, listeners are sort of like average uh, runners, um, if if you call sub three hours average. But um, do you have a like a ritual for like the night before a marathon? Um, do you have like a favorite food that you eat, or what's your sort of go to plan? Yeah, yeah. So um, you know what? Like <laughs> it's so funny. No matter how many races you do, you always get those pre race nerves, especially like in in race weekend. You know, actually, even though Copenhagen, I'm not all out racing, I've, I've actually even got like a bit of pre-race nerves now because I know a marathon's a marathon and you've still got to get your body through 42.2 kilometers. Um, but 
like it's actually good. You know what? If if I stop getting those nerves, then I, I know I can channel that energy, which is quite nice. Um, so as far as you know, the the night before, I always try and get good rest two nights before because if it's a big rest the night before, often you know your mind tends to be going. You've mm-hmm. got a bit of extra adrenaline. You never rest as well. But if you banked good sleep in the weekend, especially two nights before, then you're okay. The night before is not too important. Um, and then I know I usually start um, carbo-loading from, you know, as far as three days out if I'm giving it an absolute full send. Um, so the way my, my race week will look is I'll have sort of reduced carbs um, in the first, you know, three and a half days. And then I'll have increased carbs in the next three and a half days. And I've just found it has like a, a bit of a better effect on me. And I get to that start line feeling nice and strong. And um, for me, you know, good carbs are things like whole wheat pasta, sweet potato, brown rice, um, whole wheat bread, that sort of stuff. And pre-race dinner, for me, it's it's usually the same. And, you know, if it works for you, then then don't change it. Always stick with it. It's not worth the risk. Um, but it's it's normally uh, like whole wheat pasta um, and then a little bit of chicken, maybe a, a little bit of veg, like um, some peas or, or some mushrooms or anything. Um, and then a bit of pesto just to add a bit of flavor um, and then a, a bit of extra salt <laughs> for to help with, with any potential cramp issues the next day. Um, and that's it. So obviously like nothing too saucy, nothing too spicy, nothing, mm. you know, that can mess up your stomach and it's not the most, I, I love my spicy food. So it's not the most tasty meal for me, but I know, you know, it's almost like it's it's not worth the risk. This is whatever you put in your body the night before is going to affect you come race day. So yeah, that's my yeah. my pre race meal. Very safe. And in the morning, yeah. the morning of the morning. The, uh, so yeah, I've got a, a yeah yeah for sure. I've got a I've got a massive peanut butter addiction, guys. So um, I have peanut butter on toast. Um, so I usually have like three to four slices um of either peanut butter on toast or i'm loving bagels these days so uh i'll have like two bagels with with peanut butter and then i usually have that about two and a half to three hours before um to allow it to digest and then i'll have like a pre-race bar with about an hour to go and that'll be like just a fast burning carb bar so like an an oat style bar or you know a granola bar or anything that's Mm. that's not too heavy that'll burn fast what about your race nutrition and, yeah, and then, and, and yeah, as far as, as race day nutrition goes, um, so you know what? I, I aim to consume around 80 to 100 grams of carbs per hour. Um, so, you know, in my case, if I'm doing a two-hour 20 marathon, that's call it, you know, 220 carbs, let's say, um, for, for easiness sake. Um, and I've been taking um beta fuel gels science and sports i don't know if you get science and sports your side um but the beta fuel range oh you do okay great the beta fuel range is like sort of like the premium range let's say um and it's got quite a high carb content so there's 40 grams of carbs per gel um so they're good beasts of gels uh but you got to train your body to get used to them so i'll take three of those um and then i'll have beta fuel drink mix along the routes thankfully you know, at Berlin, I've got a, an, a sub-elite entry where I have bottles en route, which makes a big difference. But if you don't have that luxury, um, completely fine. If you've got a friend en route that can give you amazing, if not at all these marathons, they normally have like a, a carb drink that you can get in. Um, but yeah, I'll have three gels throughout the rest. One actually at the very start, um, one at around uh, about 16 Ks in, 
and then one at around 30Ks in. Sorry, just a side note. What did they have at London for the drinks? So London, they have Lucasade. And um, yeah, Lucasade, I would say, is not very common, actually. It's <laughs> at London's the only mm. ways I see that they have it. And um, it's sort of like a high risk as well because it does have potential to mess up your stomach if you haven't tried it. Uh, but yeah, that's the gels mm. that they have on Lucasade. Sponsored. We know Lucasade because I'm a diabetic, type 1 diabetic. If my sugar is low, have one of those. But only the fizzy version. I didn't know that they did a sports nutrition version of a drink so yeah interesting um who they use yeah 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 um i know at berlin marathon they have uh morton is is on route and that's that's mm-hmm. obviously quite a common one for uh yep. marathon these days especially at the higher performing end as well yeah they're, they're the only gels that i kind of can really stomach strangely enough yeah morton I, I, stuff, I mean yeah. they yeah, they 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 are great. Obviously, like you know, a lot of the world's best use it as well. Um, and if it works for you, well, then you know, don't change it. Mm. And then immediately yeah, after the race, I'll try and um, get in like a recovery protein shake. So maybe like twenty to twenty five grams of of protein to just allow the body to speed up the recovery process. Um, and then yeah, got to have a post-race pint and a and a beer afterwards, and a, a pizza if, if it's gone well, or even if it hasn't gone well. <laughs> pizza so and a pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you say Nick, you've you've employed a a girl. Was that is she going to be like doing your YouTube editing, or is she helping you run the business like with the coaching and stuff? Yeah. So you know what? At the moment, I in the beginning I did everything myself, and I. I I obviously it, it's finally got to a point where it's just too much for me to do um, by myself because I'm sacrificing in other areas. And what I mean by that is that there's the merchandise side to the business. So all the orders, you know, I'm going into the warehouse, I'm packaging it myself and I'm taking it to the post office if it doesn't fit in the post box. And, um, you know, I'm dealing with returns and I'm dealing with that sort of stuff on the merchandise side. Um, okay. And then there's yep. the other side to it. Whereas if, if, with every single member, I've registered them myself. So there's 350 members, let's say. I've all registered them myself, um, you know, on the portal, you know, send them the, the welcome to the best place email, um, do all those bits and pieces. And um, yeah, you know what? It's it's stuff that just takes five minutes each time, but it's like maybe 20 of those in a day, which adds up in the end. So yeah, she's going to just help me out with a lot of that stuff. And to be honest, She's a lot better at doing a lot of the, that she does a lot of the best athletics Instagram stuff now, um, which is is great. So, yeah, she's just been awesome, and I think it's going to be a great addition. Oh, cool, excellent stuff. So yeah, my my thinking is obviously if I if I can save that time on the merchandise and registering the members and all of that, then I can have a lot more time to make more insightful videos, which I really want to do, and I, I want to make one on how I've been able to improve from 317 to where I'm at now because I can't just type it in an Instagram caption because it's it's much too detailed, much more detailed than that. So that's one mm. I'm going to look to make maybe over the next week or so. So look out for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, great. Cool. cool. Well, um, Nick, um, thanks for coming on and for, for your time. I know it's probably getting a bit late, late there now in, in the UK and we're waiting. The, the sun is uh, coming up here in the Southern Hemisphere. But, um, 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Is there anything else you want to add? Then um, no, that's 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 pretty much it. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was awesome to to chat to you today. Um, and yeah, it's just been been really cool. I think the biggest thing that hit home for me um, over the last couple of months is that I realized that London Marathon, how much the best athletics team and community has grown, and I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. So I think if I look back to 2021 at London Marathon, there were 14 best athletics runners. Um, and then in 2022, there was 34. And in 2023, there was 95. Um, wow. And actually at the start, they, they ended up being over 100 because if you um, applied at the, at the expo. And there was only six months between 2022 and 2023. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. been really, yeah. really cool to, to see and be a part of. And yeah, I, I don't know where it's going to go to from here, but it's, it's exciting. So yeah, thanks guys. Sorry, who's the fastest of your uh, runners at London? Uh, so the fastest was a guy called Reese, and he did it in two twenty five fifty nine. Wow, flying! That's good. Yeah, well, I'm doing London next year, so um, oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah. My 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 brother's sneaked to be an entry because he gets two. So um, um, we'll hopefully see you there. Um, we'll uh, yes. I'll, I'll message you when I'm in London. We'll uh, catch up for sure. Definitely. What what time are you targeting, or do you not know just yet? Oh, I don't know yet. I, I'm, if if I can get some solid training in, then I might be able to get down towards three hours. But I think it'll probably be three ten, three fifteen, um, depending on how okay. quick the progression goes. So um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Depending on how Berlin goes for me, um, I might either race London or if I don't, if, if Berlin goes really well and I don't end up racing London, then I might end up running a sub three again. So, uh, that's something yeah. to train for if, if oh, I do do that. That'd be cool to jump in that group. Jump in that. Yeah. Hang on. God, it was so impressive sure. watching that, um, that Scottish girl. She's a really strong runner. Yeah. She's, I think she's going to do really well in the future because she actually did make that look pretty easy interesting to um to keep an eye on her progression as well mm. yeah, yeah definitely awesome. well guys we're awesome Nick, to thanks again you. yeah been great absolute pleasure and, uh, i've got um uh i've got an, another little one that's just under a month so um yeah one kid i was saying one kid feels like one kid but two kids feels like seven kids so Sub 220 <laughs> with two is going to be a, a whole nother challenge in itself, but I'm actually really looking forward to it. And only You're a month old. Get one of those prams. You'll be running with the pram around London. Yeah. Good training. Good training for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, thanks, Nick. Well, um, cool, guys. Absolute you, pleasure. Yeah. Wish you all the best with um, your running and your uh, YouTube videos. It's great watching them from over here. So all the best, mate. Thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate it. And yeah, all the best.
sometimes my mind play these tricks on me sometimes and i'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb up by imagination i'm contemplating hesitating on exploiting my mind which you find in time i will find they will shine when they won't shine you A twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Oh, sometimes our minds play these tricks on us. Sometimes we find that our minds they climb higher than they should climb. Our imagination can't. My mind, which you find in time, our minds they will shine. With the longer shine, you can put a time on minds. Show me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.